Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm your host, the big guy Ryback. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Rybackers all around the world. Streaming live on Instagram, the big guy Ryback22. Thank you guys very much. TikTok, not until next week on the live on that. We will we will be back up and running. With that and everything going, we are streaming live today, Ryback TV, where you guys are the co-host of this show. The ebb and flow of the shows goes where your questions goes, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. Super chats are always greatly appreciated. Big guys, Starbucks, and shoulder scar tissue relief fund. Thank you in advance, and I'll probably tell you thank you for it. Well, it happens. On it, Also streaming today on Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not streaming on Facebook. I'm gonna stop the the Facebook. It's connected to the IG, and obviously I, I'm shadow banned on IG, and, and like they've told me so with it. And uh, that, but I don't get any views on my Facebook on the show. One or two or three people will view the show on there. Out of all, and you you make it make sense. Like it's just such odd little things. Like I'm just not. I'm just being hidden. So it's. Uh, sick and tired of it and uh you know how i feel about it and it, it's so i've just got to stay honed in on everything i can control and control my anger with this because i i have it is uh it's as high as it gets with everything so with that guys the show is available on all podcast platforms itunes reviews are greatly appreciated thank you very much with that, for all of our audio listeners, this show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, supplements that work for men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. We have the discount codes in there on the description and the comments for new customers and returning customers. Guys, get all those codes. We've got buy one, get one free deals going on on a couple products on the Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid Electrolyte Matrix and the Two Sweet. Uh... Blood sugar support, as well as a free gift is with that as well on there. So feedmemore.com for your supplement needs and all the cool Ryback and Feed Me More Hungry merch. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, let's get going. What do we got going on today? Good to see you guys. Uh, yes, I was the guy that ate the chips for the, the ruffles on the, on the meme. That I, that is a popular meme, I suppose. Um, Tyler, good to see you, buddy. Sweet sugar, sugar. Uh, big guy, what are your choices when eating at a movie theater? So I don't like to go to a movie. I, I very rarely go to the movies now. But if I ever do, and I haven't been in quite a while, um, I, I will. It is. It is. I, I like to bring in a couple of my Zevia sodas usually for that because it's the only thing I won't do. I won't. I, I try to stay away, and I've done it before where I had a big Coke Zero. I was like, I'm just going to have it for this because I always used to like going in and having those when I was a kid in the popcorn or the, or the regular sodas and, and the nachos and the Sour Patch Kids. I'd like make a whole event of it. Like if you're going to – I want to – the part of it for me, the connection to going in the theater is that food as well and make, from, you know, and really – that whole experience. I am not a fan of just going to the movies and without it because it was such a big part of my childhood of every time I went, it was, I got this stuff that I didn't get to eat all the time. So I really, I, I hold it in high regards to like, like I, I, I try to go like, and I've gone before not, it's not the same to me. 
Um, but I like to have, I bring in a couple Zevias usually. And, uh, and, uh, and then I do like a large popcorn with butter and, and then a nachos with jalapenos and cheese is the, is the routine, no candy or anything like that. Um, anymore, not to say that I'm, I'm sure there's been times, but it's been so few and far between that. I might've grabbed like a pat, a pack of sour patch kids or Skittles or something, but yeah, that that's uh, that that's what I would prefer. Like, so I want to go. If I go, I want to go to the movies on a day I'm having carbs, and you know, I can't tell you. I don't even. I'm gonna try to remember the last movie that I even went to in the theater. And off the top of my head, I, I can't remember. It's been so, it's been so many years. I feel like because of the, with COVID, with all of that, and then it was right before it. So the last movie I had to have gone had to have been in 2019, which is wild to even think that that was. It does not feel like that long ago. Now, what movie would I have gone and seen in 2019? I'm going to have to think about this, but that's I'm going to I'm going to guess it was something in 2019. And that's the last time I haven't even had movie theater popcorn or nachos. God, and it's just right down the road. There's a theater, nice one, right down the road from me. I just, uh, I, I, and I used to go to that when I was off the road in WWE on an off day. Me and girlfriend would shoot in there and go watch a movie more often. Not, not a lot, but, but, but quite a handful of times over the years. Carb cycling cinema days, all about that carb cycling, man. That is, it is one of the keys. And it helps you stay really consistent. And then you could really keep your metabolism going and you could tighten up and you could, you could slack up, you could, you know, you could ease up, slack up, you could ease up a little bit at times and depending on what you have going on. And then that you don't really get that far off if you could stay pretty consistent with it. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Kyle says that's worth reading out loud. The last movie I saw in theaters was Brokeback Mountain, uh, half off hot dogs that night. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I love a good laugh. Love a good laugh. I have been going, going, going. I up, I was up at four something today, and uh, I've added. I've been doing more ultrasound work because the scar tissue on the one spot that I need to break. It is like, I'm just like, I could feel it. And I could feel where, when I, when I hit the spot, I could feel my shoulder move because that tissue is connected right there that needs to break free and relax. And, uh, so now I've added the ultrasound back in like every day and, uh, which is just adding more, it's, and I do it myself and I have to like bend over and, and like be able to, so I can get the, the ultrasound tool on the part of me that I need. Cause I do it right before I go shower. I've got it up in my massage room to where I can, I'm now like, okay, that's part of the schedule. Now we swing off into the other the massage room, 15, 20 minutes before the shower next phase. But it's just, a, it, it's just, it's so repetitive on, on the, but it, it's gotten me to this point And I'm just like, not easing up now. We're, we're going harder than ever. So, cause it's, like I, I just want that to break free because then that will that will ease my mind with everything. And whereas if it doesn't break free, it, it I'm more hesitant just because I, I just could feel it. 
and it's gonna it's gonna allow me like we're at like my back like i don't even remember anything i don't even know that anything was wrong with my back most of the time like i i don't i forget forget all about it because my back is so strong and so good and no it is that's a miracle uh, you know from from the way that was so i it's like I, it gives me the confidence so like i know i could do this because i did it for that and it's like it's, and all this work has gotten so close and so far i go i wouldn't get this far to not to not let it get because it, it's if you would have told me how good it is right now you know even a couple years ago i i would have been even though that was the goal it was just so far away from that that it, it, it you know so just going one day at a time groundhog's day over and over and over again but here we are go through some of your questions here guys Tyler says, let's eat burgers. <laughs> Sweet Sugar Sugaroo's uh, campaigning to get on a feeding time episode here in Vegas. Uh, good question here. Any tips on how to increase stamina and heart strength? I've had bad addictions and I'm trying to get healthy. So the, the best thing to do is, and granted, you're, you're, you have, you're healthy, you're strong, you don't have any underlying medical issues to where you could, you know, uh, do conditioning or hard conditioning or blow up conditioning, you know, high intensity interval training, things like that, where you could really get your heart rate elevated, which is really good for you. Granted, you don't, you know what I mean? Have an underlying heart issue or medical issue that, that where that's like, don't do that. Um, what you need to do is again, it's just going to, you need to adopt a game plan of a consistent schedule that you're going to keep up doing. That's the biggest thing. And this is, I've seen this with people and I have family members and um, the, the one thing they lack and the reason why they can't do and they can't get in the shape and it's because they can't, they, they're not consistent. They can get consistent for a really short period, but they can't stay consistent. It's one of it, the trait in most successful people, if not all successful people, I, I would say all. It, it's the one thing most people lack in order to get results. And, and to stay consistent and to not give up. It's like my me speaking up about my Twitter. I'm going to get the result that I want. I'm going to get my account free. And I see people every day tell me, stop talking about this. It's never going to be fixed. They don't care about you. They don't hear you. Just stop. I don't want like, no, that's, that's why you're you. And that's why I'm me. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I don't give up. I don't stop because I know what's right. And I know what I want. And it's that's the, the hunger you got to have though, for what you're doing in your training, in your routine. So you need to, you know, was it, what is it? Three days a week, four days a week, five days a week. You need to improve your stamina. So you need to find something you can consistently do multiple times a week, you know, four or five times a week. If you're going to the gym three, at least I would say with that. And, you know, and whether that, I don't know your, you, where you're starting at, if you if really heavy bad joints, maybe you got to do the, the, the recumbent bike or one of the bikes or, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that you could do cardio-wise, and I'm a big fan of mixing it up, but you can't mix it up until you can get everything going and, and get to a certain point, too. You go, hey, I could do 15 minutes at this intensity, and, and I'm okay. And that, okay, awesome. We have it. We have a starting point. Now we, now we, okay, that four to five times a week to get going. And on top of if you're doing any any weight training, and I would 
prefer you do the, the cardio after. Some people like to do it before. Honestly, it, it's personal preference for most people on that. And it depends on the type of cardio. If you're not exhausting yourself doing like the kind of cardio I'm doing, you could probably do it up front and be just fine. You, you will be just fine. I just, and that's the way, and it's even better to separate it if you can, but that's, again, doing it after to me is the, is, is, is close as it gets is to being perfect. Um, and then you got to make slight adjustments along the way. And you really know what this is. I, I, I kind of stagnant. My, my weight loss has stopped. My, my stamina has not gotten any better. I, I or I want it. You push it. You, you, you just increase the intensity. You could do that through time. You could do that through the, the, your output, your energy output on how fast you're going to go. And that's where things like high intensity interval training, which I recommend you just look up online. It's called HIT, H-I-I-T, uh, cardio conditioning, and where you are uh, going really hard for a portion, of, a short duration of time, and then going at an easier rate uh, or resting altogether, depending on the type of cardio, for uh, another duration of time, you know, where like on my assault bike, I go for 20 seconds as hard as I can. And then I rest for 10 seconds and it's eight, it's eight, eight round, uh, eight sets of that per round. And with, so you're just boom, boom, it, you're going hard and you've got a really short recovery time. Other things you could do 30 second sprints or hard output and 30 seconds rest or a minute rest, or like while you're going at a lower rate, those kinds of things are very good to get your heart rate elevated have been shown to help our, our increase our metabolism for a longer period of time post-training with that with it and it's a really really cool thing and i'm a big fan of, of mixing that with with fat burning cardio where like if i do you know i'm going to do three four or five rounds on the assault bike or the assault runner or the jump rope but i'm also going to do because i'm trying to get is i want to burn as much body fat and being in, in, and then i might throw in 30 to 45 minutes on the elliptical i'm adding in a 15 20 25 minute walk with my dogs during the day and by the way multiple other times a day i'm, I'm doing hot tub cold tub cold tub multiple times times a week but the sauna burns and hot tub burns calories but the sauna burns quite a bit of calories and I'm in there anywhere, multiple, at least 30 minutes, most of the time, 40 to 60 uh, on the days. So you look at that, like that energy output, and I, I can do that consistently because that's my routine. But you got to find what you can do consistently. And if you can mix in those two kind of cardio, like where you go, like uh, I'm going to do, you know, a, a couple rounds or a few rounds of and get my heart rate up. And then I'm just going to do the elliptical for 30 or 40 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever it is that you can do consistently. And, and then add upon that over time or adjust it to get you to where you need to get my suggestion on that. But it's just get a, get a starting point and every, every, every two, three weeks, make adjustments or make adjustments every workout. I do that a lot. Now, if I'm feeling really good. I'm like, I, I'm feeling really good. I want to take advantage of this. I want to try to set a PR today. I do that often when I really am feeling, I go, man, I'm really I'm I'm really happy with where my conditioning's at at this stage. You know, I was gonna just do ten rounds, but you know what? I think I'm just gonna try to get fifteen to see if I can. And I've done it with that because I felt really good. And um, there's other days where, you know, I got I got I just doing eight rounds, and I'm you know I'm I'm dead tired, and I don't feel like I just don't, and I'm fine, but I don't feel I don't feel as is whatever it, late into the later rounds, and and I just finish my rounds out to what my what I had my set point at on it, so. But I consistently do it, and that's the the name of the game. And that's anything in life that anything we want, we have to just be consistent with it, with what we do.
you know, and, and have, have that motivation and that hunger to do it. It's like my show and all the things, you know, very frustrating at times with everything going on it, it, a lot of the times. So I try not to think about it outside of when I'm talking about it and doing it for the show with it. But I, I know how beneficial and important it is to everything that I'm doing. And, and so I've, I stay motivated doing it. You know, I know it's important for me to continue talking. I know it's important for me to be live because it keeps me it keeps me sharp. It keeps me in front of people, even if it's not as many people as it should be or as I want. It doesn't matter. It's still in front of people. and It still is helping me working towards other things, even though certain things on it are, are frustrating with it. But that keeps my motivation so that the other things, you know, like, I mean, like I don't get angry and let that stop me. And I, I stay consistent, right, with it. And, and that's where that's it's a big thing. This is a big, big gap from people that, and, and I don't like, I don't want to ever, and I don't want it to come across that way. Like I'm ever talking down to, to people that, because it's, it's people that choose to not want to do anything as far as, because I don't, I don't think being famous is, it's not the purpose of life being rich. They, this stuff isn't like the happiness and love or is the, is the purpose of life in my opinion with that in, in, in peace as much as possible and joy. Right. And just so, but but people that that lack the ability or, or for whatever reasons have not had the success or, or gotten the things that they've wanted in life more often than not, it, it can typically be tied to to it's a mindset and consistency thing with it. And and that's where I I try to talk about being hungry and, and it's that that consistency. You know, I a lot of people see I do a lot of the same things, right? If you see I do, and it's because those things have worked and gotten me to a certain point and gotten better, right? and so I stay consistent with doing it with it. So, if you have any other questions, though, is certain things as far as that, and let me know. That was a very broad just answer on my part, but but based off what I saw. Hello, buddy. Uh, somebody says, what, where, was I originally supposed to end the shield uh, during my main event run? I just thought it would have made sense ever since they cost me the title so many times. Forgive me if I asked you already. No, I people have asked in, in the prior on the show. And unfortunately, it, it was the, and it was multiple things. One, I, should I got put in the in the role of a supporting role for the champion, but got also got really over, arguably the most over, and and a lot of things happened, and I don't know if if that was expected by everybody. I don't know, but things got good uh, on that end. Uh, unfortunately, and I and I was protected a lot of that during the run, but it didn't it never paid off, and that was the big problem with all of it. And it was, and it was, I always did great business and always took great pride and whatever was asked of me to go out and execute to the best of my ability. And, you know, I looked at it and I remember at the time, cause I know I'm so similar in how it, but like, I remember when I, you know, of course I wanted them to tell me I was going to, you know, win the title off of punk at, at hell in the cell, you know, based off things that kind of going on to and the legal stuff that was tied in with that caused a lot of complications. I was, I, that was kind of the expectation. And when that wasn't though, I still looked at it, I go, well, this ability to go out, do good business, show that I, I belong in the main event and that I could go out and have main event matches and, and go do this and 
and really like and, and I I loved every second of it and felt that that's where I truly genuinely belong and was the most comfortable of any of the things. But uh, I looked at it as oh well at least I'm going to help in, I'm playing a good part in in prolonging Punk's feud and he's going to go on and feud with The Rock and and you know I like and I'm being protected along the way with this. And it's like, eventually the story will eventually hopefully come to where I could be the focal point for however long or short that is, but that we're going to, that this is all leading to something down the road. Right. And that's that story and, and storytelling. And, and it would have been, cause and it would have been fine. The problem was, is, is everything going on legally, unfortunately, and getting put in that role. And, and then and like Cena was supposed to be in that role, by the way, not me. Cena got hurt. Remember his elbow? He had something with his elbow. And there was a segment on TV even where he had to use one arm. That was real. His arm was all messed up. And I always it was suggested that he'd suggested they put me in the main. So whatever they were doing with me and my stuff was going on with them, it it it, it took me out of what I was doing to would to put me in the main event role that wasn't for me. But I think a lot of people thought that it was going to be for me. And I think that's what the, and there's a lot of disappointment in that. And I've had people that, you know, they give up on you because they think you failed, even though you're physical acting, you're just doing the best of your job and your ability and being professional. And, you know, I wouldn't want somebody, if I'm going over and I was the champion and, and punk was undefeated, I wouldn't want somebody going and trying to get a finish changed on me if that, you know what I mean? And, and so I always just looked at it as, you know, do good business and, and that, and it, cause things go back and forth in this business and I was being protected pretty heavily still even in defeat with everything right and so um that time just never came and and then in, in the the stuff with mania and falling on my face and that was all it was the and they took away all my merchandise and and i was told another thing about going to the thing with cena and it didn't happen again as you know but very happy and, and played a supporting role once again for cena and that which that was the one where people I think and that was what was explained to me by Vince is that falling on my face at WrestleMania was I failed as a good guy. And now I'm turning to the dark side, essentially. And that's where I'm going to get in my momentum. And, and that would have that would have told that, that story. And that would have been the payoff. The payoff would have worked. That story would have worked. I, I would have loved for the story to work as a baby face and stay baby face because it was it was all there. There was nothing needed to be altered on that. But. It, you know, you do what what is asked when you're when you sign the standard contract like that, and um, and then I got distanced away from that and with everything, and there was never any payoff. And then I, I went heel in the Shield with Babyface. I would volunteer to take power bombs from them when other people didn't want to take them because I always look at it as like I'm investing in this storyline of me in the Shield of them of getting the better of me even as a heel, even when I wasn't being booked, I was still being booked. Okay. But I wasn't being booked as well as, as I was in the main event. Right. And there was like a thing where I mean, there was a match like me, there was like, they did the shield versus like five or six of us. Right. The, me, Alberto, there was like the pretty significant heels <clears throat> and a lot, <clears throat> a lot of the guys and, and not that, that people and rightfully so everybody had been like Alberto was already had been a champion and guys, but the shield was getting pushed so hard. It was like, and they do, sometimes they've done that with Cena and Orton where they do the 10 on two matches or 10 on one. And I'm not a fan because it, it, it's not believable enough doing that. But I remember I just, I wanted to get, I got right in and, and it was chaotic. Like people, you know what I mean? Because guys like, we, we shouldn't be putting them over six on three and with things. 
I always just looked at it is like these guys are going to always remember and how hot and I wasn't and always did good business with them and and now and down the line and I always got along with Seth had to put me over down the line uh, multiple times never had an issue with it because he and this is just my theory is it's because I never had an issue with it when I, I could have had an issue with it and I think that's where you have to good business can really be done and good relationships with guys and and it's like where if you have a good attitude about going in and, and for now there's always times where it makes sense doesn't make sense but like if that is at the end of the day whatever it is is I I always bring myself back every time with with I go if I was on the other end of this would I want that other guy not wanting to to you know what I mean and that always put me in a good working mindset of of being able to do anything because it's physical acting whether and it, it takes your ego out of it uh, a good amount when you do that, like, how would I feel if I'm in this position and then, and then, you know, I'm this other person and, and I don't, you know, and, uh, and so that was always my approach to it. But unfortunately, you know, not to say, but that story was told and it could always be retold. You know, that story could always be the, the story of Ryback could always be, I'm going to pick these guys off one by one. That story could be told over multiple promotions. It doesn't that, that very easily with it. Is that because you just that whether babyface or heel and you know, it's it will always be there. So that's how I always looked at it, just investing in it, even if things weren't ideal and whatnot. <clears throat> Good to see all of you. Super chat, Wayne Garland. Thank you very much. Hey Ryback, are you in any WWE wrestling games? I'm in all the. Oh, not all the WWE 2K. Was I in the downloadable character in 12, 13? I was 12, and then I'm in 13, 14, 15. And I believe I'm not, I, I don't, I was supposed to be in 16, and they removed me from because I did photos, I did everything for it when I was under contract still. And then I think they had me taken out. I'm almost positive. I could be wrong on that. I might have been in 16 as well, which I don't, but I don't think I was because I don't recall getting paid for it. But I know that the people I was informed the other day on the show, it was yesterday probably that they're using or the other day, the day before the WWE 2K games have me all my, my moves and or mannerisms and things under the big guy, which is not good for my, it's bad for them with that because that is something that could be legally pursued. Um, at any time with things with doing that because they have not paid me for anything and uh since i since i left and my contract expired i did see two uh oh hold on let me get another super chat here ryan williams thank you very much i can go from 14 percent to 11 percent body fat uh any tip any diet tips yes i do go to la fitness I want oh I want to go from 14% body fat to 11% body fat any 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 diet tips um well you got what you need to do is what I suggest Ryan is if you go to feedmemore.com and click on on the on the homepage scroll down the BMR calculator and or you could just look up BMR calculator but we've got a good one on the feedmemore.com website it's free excuse me a basal metabolic rate calculator you plug in your information as accurately as possible where you're currently at. 
and it will tell you how many calories you should be consuming a day. And, and you see if that's kind of close to what you're doing. If you're staying, if you, if you're counting your calories, which I suggest you do, if you're really, you know, trying to, to do something specific like that. And, and then you put in on that BMR calculator, what you want to be like the way, how much weight you want to lose or, and you just plug the information in and, and then we'll tell you, well, you need to be eating 2,750 calories a day to get down to that weight, right? With that. And you will, in that, you will be dropping your body fat with that, which again, to body fat testing, the only way, I mean, you could use the calipers and, and you know, if, 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 if the result results go, go down on whatever form of testing you're using, you've clearly gone down. Now, how accurate the body fat, like those scales and the other things are, are, are really, really, I don't think anywhere close to accurate. I've been on, on scales at the doctor. They, they have the body fat scales and they, they, they use them. And, uh, and they, they, I've had two different times and I've been pretty damn lean. And, and it was even one time I just took my shirt off in front of the doctor. Cause it was like almost 30% body. It was something ridiculous. And I go, I, I'm like, bro, does this look like 30% body fat? Like that, that's the picture is, is Paul Heyman right there. Like, let's, let's <laughs> like, come on with that. So, um, but the underwater body testing is for the body fat is, is what I've always known. I don't know if there's anything more accurate than that. Now that was many years ago with things. So, but you're going to, if you, you get your weight down, through cutting your calories or increasing your, your energy output, your, your caloric output. And, and you will, you will drop the weight and the body fat percentage will come down. But the only way to know that though, is to test it. Like I said, hello, hello, hello. Who do I think is stronger me or John Cena? Uh, John's very, very strong. I, I had, better numbers than John on a, pretty much all the lifts. I don't know if John, I don't know what his max squat was. It's was, it, it's really good though. Everything he's, and I, I think though I had like uh, his bench, whatever it was, was four in the four something. And I walked in there and no, like, and, and did 500 just to get on the, it was the record at the time. And it was kind of a personal thing. I just went in there to set the record and because I didn't like training in there. Uh, and I shouldn't say I didn't like, I just didn't like with our schedule having to drive when I already trained. And I don't like everyone knowing my training routine. And it was, I've talked about that. And it, but I always had a great attitude and went and Rob was cool, the guy. But it was, um, yeah. Like I, I wasn't a fan of like making people like max out and, and things on lifts for wrestling because it doesn't matter. With anything, and I already know I've already done all that, and I know how strong I was, and it was just more of a that. And I did that on dead on uh, on power cleans. I set the power clean record. No training on power cleaning, but John, uh, this was a story. I um, and I don't know if it what I it might have been three three thirty five or three forty five at the time, and I hadn't like where you pick it up off the ground and, and up, and I had I had not good form, just strong. And I just, and I muscled it up and, but I couldn't get the, the, I wanted the record and I was in there one day and John was in there and he was on TV. We were, I was just in developmental and uh, I'd failed. I couldn't get it. This is just, if you want to, I've talked about this. This is just, this is, 
this is me. This is this is my John talks about never give up. I actually live never give up because John wanted me to give up. He I, I couldn't get it the way I, I kept trying it. I was getting close and close and close. My hands were completely ripped open, blood, I mean bleeding, just ripped open. And and like the bars all and like I, I didn't I was so possessed. I was like, I'm getting this because the week before I couldn't get it. And I tried and tried and get my hands were all bloodied and they'd healed up enough and they got ripped open again on it and i don't know if it, it was double digit attempts and i mean i was i was so angry because i knew i could get it i just felt i knew i could get it and um and john literally came over to me and and he goes he goes he was mad he was legit mad he goes f and stop he's like you can't get it come back and try another time and i literally and, and i just i just look i didn't say anything i just went right back over picked it up got it boom set the record left Clean my bar, everything left. Re-unrack the weights, left. And that was it. But that's me. I just keep going. Like, I'm like, no, if I know I could do something, I don't care how long it takes, I will keep going and I will get it eventually. Or I'll die trying with it on that. So it was, um, I w- but I, I, he was very strong to answer your question. I, he's no slouch in any, any of the lifts. Super chat. Ryback, uh, Wayne Garland, thank you, buddy. Ryback, if you had a match with Roman, could you win? Um, uh, that all depending on whatever the role is, is asked or that you sign up for or agree upon. I've wrestled the Shield and Roman. I've got, I don't know if I've, I've never wrestled Roman one-on-one. Me and Axel did a thing where we got disqualified, where we did a two-on-one and, uh, and, and got a disqualification on the match. Um, but me and, and then me and him did a triple threat, me, Roman, and Randy once on Raw. Uh, and then a lot of top matches with the Shield. I mean, more than with that and a lot of DQ wins and pinfall wins, but not a lot. I don't know on which I, I had to have because the shield guys would always would take turns, but Roman was more protected in that at times on taking finishes. I know there's been pinfalls like on live events, but that don't this isn't this is it it's what is worked out with that. But we've not worked like I don't I've not had a lot of specific like singles matches or anything that I could remember at any time with Roman because we were both baby faces there for a stretch and with that we tagged together and on some matches and some things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, answering your question yes, absolutely. 1000% with that and vice versa. That could go the other way from him. Yes. 100, 1000%. Like it's, it's all dependent on, on what is, what is the, the goal moving forward with that. I do not run 25 miles per hour. I can't tell you. I don't, I, so I've always been really fast. And when I was younger, I was always, I won like, I won long distance contest in school a lot and sprints. Like, and I was a halfback in high school at a predominantly black high school on an undefeated football team. And, and, and then went up and then I moved to fullback. And there was a the couple running backs 
much smaller. And, and there was one, there were two, three that were, were a bit faster than me, but I was significantly larger with that. And could, I could go and, and like middle linebacker was the kicker. I did everything with that, but I, I much larger than I was in high school and, and those things. And, and with wrestling, you don't run a lot. And after my ankle injury, I could still move in shoes pretty normal, even though I could tell I, my gait is probably different on my walking trajectory on my left ankle, my foot, because of the nerve not going into the big toe correctly healing, which who knows if it ever will uh, at this stage. I'm optimistic, but it might take a little work. Uh, on my assault runner, the the fastest I've gone up to on that is 18 miles per hour, and I'm not running my fastest. I I have been hesitant because I just because I, I I work my way up and I typically stay in that 16 17 mile per hour range when I really am pushing myself on my my harder rounds with it for short durations of time. Um, I think if I were to truly truly exert myself, which I don't even I don't think I would ever even do at this stage. I don't need to, but. I do. I think I could hit 20 again. I, I think so. Cause I've been pretty close and I know I have more in me, but it might be only 19 something. I don't know, but I can move. I can move, but that it, it's more of, you know, the like hamstrings and I don't have hamstring stuff or anything, but like you hear like people, if you don't, I run more, I run more and more now. So I'm much more confident running on that, but I'm a very large man still. And I don't need to be doing that all the time because I'm not getting paid to do that. And in a wrestling ring, you're just running in, in sh short little burst and in steps. That's all I like, and it, it's, that's not at full speed. There might be a little short, little burst where you're moving into the ropes to aggressively to increase the intensity of the movement at certain things, but you're not like running a 40 yard sprint ever. You know what I mean? Or anything. So I like, I don't need to be the speed that I'm going to that is already faster than I'm even going in, in the ring. So that's kind of my philosophy on that and, and just staying healthy and strong. Good to see all of you. Bobby Reynolds, thank you for the super chat. What type while what type of wrestling would would win? The one you see in high school or the one you see in WWE? The one you see uh, in high school, amateur wrestling, is is that would win as far as if you're in a, an actual wrestling match. The people doing the amateur wrestling, that training, and is is in that style. Now you could take some of that for pro wrestling, and but the calisthenics in pro wrestling that and it's dependent on the talent and how good their conditioning level is. But amateur wrestlers train for elite conditioning. Like to do that, you have to have so the people that are doing it and training it and, and routinely have have sky high conditioning with that. But also, I've seen people come in with sky high conditioning in other fields and get into a wrestling ring and, and not been able to because they don't understand the steps and the movements and they get blown up really quick with that. But it's it's dependent on the person and, and who you're that and you know. But amateur wrestlers or, or, or people, if you're taking, you know, amateur wrestlers and putting them in an amateur wrestling match against pro wrestlers, they're gonna they're gonna win. And it's for an amateur wrestling match. 
at some point, just because if everything else is equal. Now, if not, then there's there's things. It depends on the person's experience level on on different things, right? And with that, but yeah, amateur wrestling. That's why it, you see the, the 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 MMA, the the UFC, the Bellator, the guys that have a. Uh, solid wrestling in in they're, they're, all things else are equal or if they're you know all things are equal and one guy's a, a striker and another has you know superior wrestling and the other one doesn't have good wrestling takedown defense at least you know you can they can find themselves and in, in for a long night with that but also you've seen it too where, where amateur wrestlers and they can't strike or they don't have good strike defense and a guy can't wrestle but he can strike and he can he can catch him and knock him out really quickly it, it's so it's uh, it's it's all that's all matchups and, and skill sets with that, but uh, I'm not sure if you've been asked this. I did, yeah, but uh, did I see John Morrison's boxing match? Uh, in my thoughts. And also, would you ever consider doing a boxing match of some sorts? The uh, I did see it, and we talked about it on here on the was it two days ago, maybe on on Mondays. Was it Mondays Ryback show? Possibly, I think it was. Um, with that, so uh, very happy that that went well for him. He looked great with everything. As far as me, you got to understand that I was doing all that, the training when I was in wrestling and then stopped to get all my stuff with my shoulder and the stuff. My goal now is to come back for pro wrestling. I don't ever have to do that stuff. And I know there's nothing against it. It's just is what what's the payoff or what's the purpose of it. And I think, too, and this isn't talking about John in general. I see it and I because I, I, I've done it. I think there's a thing with pro wrestlers too. They want it is because it, it is so tough and it, it's very physically demanding. Most people can't do it, but sometimes I think with talent and men, the men in it, and even the women, that like with people that say it's fake in the sense of like, oh, they're not tough or this and that. I think that sometimes wrestlers can get motivated to where they want to have a certain level of, uh, and they train other things, you know. And I did it, and I like being well rounded. I like pushing myself in the conditioning. But where like almost like they're sometimes could be even trying to prove it to themselves that like I am tough. I could go do something else if I wanted. I don't. I now I like just look. I go physical acting. It's physical acting. It's all that it is with it. And I think if you can get comfortable with that, and then your ego kind of goes out the window, and you're not so worried about having to always try to be a tough guy all the time, or like it's just no way to live. It's, I've seen people that too and they train all the time, and they're the most insecure people. And that, and there's like, they were constantly fighting like the, this demons of they're not tough enough or they got to be better than so-and-so. And it's like, they're just, it, it is a, it is a hellacious world to live in and mindset that I would just miserable all the time and obsessive in a way that not healthy where they just can never, they're never satisfied and content with, with anything on that. And it, it it's just. But I, I sometimes think that you can get caught up and not even just wrestlers, just athletes in general with that, where like they, they think they got to go prove that they're tough and something else. Or, it, it, and it's, I don't know, you know, it, it's one thing if you're going to do it and you're going to, you're going to do it, you know, and you're going to do it over and over and over again. And it's going to become a part of your life 
And in my opinion, at least now that anybody, somebody might want to just go do it once to test themselves to see if they could do it. Like I'm all for if anyone wants to, you know, but like I, I'm pretty set on what I've got going on and what I want to do. It's like the people that ask, why don't you go do acting? Would you want me to stop what I'm doing? I built everything to, to this point to get to go back to wrestling. That was always the goal with it. So, you know, it just depends on what the individual wants. But I, I feel like sometimes just with wrestlers and we could try to like, we want people to, to, to understand how tough we are. And so we, we do other things that sometimes might not be in our best interest. I don't know. But it's like those. No matter what we do, you know, and it's like like the Morrison thing. He goes and does that. I, I bet you anything, and I don't. I bet you, along with all the compliments and from everybody and putting him over and doing such a great job, I bet you he's gotten a, a good amount of, of hate comments from people talking about how oh he didn't fight anybody, he's a bomb, blah blah blah. He couldn't beat so and so, right? It, it's just a never ending of like because you're just getting go ahead. Go just like you're now making choices based off of that will never you could go win the YouTube boxing championship of the world and then take on the greatest boxer and beat him and people still it's just like you got to just do what you want to do. You know, you got to be motivated and you know, so but I like watching those things. I think they're a lot of fun with that stuff with the good matchups. I think that I'm all I, I like you know YouTube beefs or, or online beefs and getting deals done and getting fight cards put together with, with people from different, you know, that to me is more, more interesting, you know, as far as in people doing that, it's fun because it's good storyline driven with it. And then you're watching the payoff and it's not just, you're not just watching two guys do something that they're not, not trained professionally or haven't done as long as what they did in the profession they succeeded at. So you're not going to be most of the time watching superior boxing or, you know what I mean? As far as, cause it's people very early on in, into the development of it just to do the fight. But if you've got two guys that hate, hate each other, there's a, there's a beef or something, then that kind of goes out the window. You just like who's going to win and who's going to lose with it. Right. It, it's more to me, more to, more to invest in. Let me get up to your super chats, guys. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with Cody and Brock. We'll we'll have to see. I just I don't know if um, you know the we'll have to see the Cody Brock how long that's going to go and if if Cody's going to be revisited with Roman at SummerSlam. We'll have to see if that's the direction or if Cody loses. And the match, and, and then he gets further away from the title. You know that that's going to be. We're going to see what direction things are going to go. Get to your super chats here. I'm looking for them here. I think is that one there? Nope. Wayne Garland, I miss another one. Ryback, would you consider wrestling in AEW? We've talked about that over and over. Once I get that Ryback trademark, and uh, when that when I'm in possession of that, we we will go from there with everything. I'm seeing if I missed any more. 
I don't think I did. Nope. Looks like we're all caught up. Nemesis, thank you for the super chat. Have I ever been in love with a woman? Uh, yes. Multiple times. Thank you very much saying that was a cool collaboration with Eric Krenevsky. Eric Krenevsky. Yeah, we talked about that the other. That was... Uh, it was fun just at WrestleCon with it. I talked about that the other day on here with people. I, I do think that people like with, cause he, he can upset a lot of people. I don't get like, I can, I see the guy with the camera and he, he was, he was, he was mild mannered with everything. He wasn't like, and, uh, but like, it depends. You get people that will, you never know what somebody's intentions. A lot of the people though, they, they come up and they're they're using you for their own content at your expense and so you have to i always look at it as you could do if, if and he wasn't you know so for me i could talk to him normal because he wasn't doing anything he was playing a, a guy i don't even know who you know what i mean like he was playing a part of a character that i had no idea that i just thought the guy was who he was and uh with that but you know you could get people that will you know try to instigate or say things to you to try to get you to 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 become confrontational or and and then they're getting the footage of all of it and they're gonna so it's like you're always you you just i'm as i said i don't know what direction with that those kind of people i just know they have a guy recording and talking so i'm in the mode of knowing i'm not going to give them anything anyways to help their content if they were going a direction of you know, of asking things that, that were to try to get me to, to fire off or, you know what I mean? Or saying things that weren't true. It would just simply be, you know, tell the, Hey, can you go get security guard and, and get rid of them? And I would just stand there and literally not say another word and just stare at them until they left and let them, that they could, you know, do it. But the moment you start like acting and, and reacting or like go after them or like, you know what I mean? They, they're getting all that footage and they're going to use it. And then people are going to, you, you just got to like, take it away and keep your cool. And they, they come off as the, the dumbasses and, and the instigators and people will see that most of the time with it. And, and two, if you get security, get them kicked out, then they're done ruin the rest of their day, you know, not, but not him. He wasn't doing that, but I just, I do think it would be good if they just asked people prior, Hey, do you mind if I record a, a thing for my YouTube? Most people, and you, you say, I've got a pretty decent following and I just kind of joke questions or I play a character. And you know, all you have to do is just, just, go along with whatever you want. And like, I just think that it's always good to get people's consent before you start recording them, you know, especially people that are famous and have followings and you're just using them. It's very, it's, it's a very, it's a problem. A lot of creators have, they're just, they think, I don't know if they think that people just cause they, it doesn't matter if you have a video camera, you have no right. Nobody's nobody owes you anything to go make content off of them, you know, or anything. So, but that was an innocent one. It was, it was fun. Uh, Super Chat, Timmy G. Will Osprey recently said of needing to reduce moveset from the risky and flying stuff from injuries uh, gained. Is it something all should assess? I was actually going to talk about this. I've forgotten yesterday. Thank you for bringing this up, Timmy, uh, with that. Because I saw Disco, Glenn Gilberti, on, on Twitter had had 
mentioned something with that. And I saw that, that, that was what he said and, uh, and hope everything's all right. And, you know, it's, uh, and this is something, so this is something a lot of guys that go to WWE learn pretty quickly when you're wrestling four or five days a week, uh, even just a few times a week and, uh, that you can't do everything every time or, or you're going to burn out really quickly. I remember AJ Styles when he first got on the road, I think he, he learned pretty quickly, uh, in, in what stuff to do, what stuff not to do, uh, as far as saving things for, for certain select big, big pay-per-views, you know what I mean? And, uh, in wrestling a certain way and learning or, or taking advantage of the in-between and, and all the other, the little things and, and different strikes and, and just working from different positions in the ring outside of having to do just crazy thing after crazy thing, uh, I'm happy he's realized that I'm not happy he he's injured or got injured or ha, has wear and tear from that. But it, it is unfortunately one of the, the, the people that, that talk about that. This is why we're, we were taught this in, in WWE and I was taught it right away in that from, from legends and people coming down and talking to us. So I feel blessed that, that, you know, I, these people and, and people say, no, you know, you're look this way. You don't have to you, like doing this will put a lot of stress on your body, you know, and where, and, and I always being in with weightlifting too, want to be healthy and strong. So I'm like, yeah, that's, I'm not going to do that all the time. I think it's a, it's a big thing coming to the realization as a pro wrestler that in it, 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 where you are, you know, you're good, you know, you know what to do, you know how to do different things, but you don't go out working, trying to prove that to everybody in the back every single night. Because it, it doesn't, there's there's no longevity in that. And this is what people know and have tried to set in a, a lot of people. They, it, no, 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 no. I'm not saying he did this. I don't know with anything. But it's like sometimes you, the only way to learn is to you have to learn. And you have to do it and feel it. And then when you realize, you go, oh, I'm human. This is, and then, you know, he could become, I, I think he could be a much better wrestler now. If that's the and then and just do select things at the right time, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be a more well-rounded wrestler and can work and and be amazed at the reactions you could get if you focus on other things outside of just the 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 crazy stuff. And you could still put you learn to just when to do the crazy stuff and to tie it into a meaningful situation. But I just think, like I said, for wrestlers, I think it's it's difficult sometimes. Because you just go, everything's in all thing with social media. I feel like people are getting caught up trying to prove people, all the people that talk trash or shit and like, and, and all the other talents in the back and like show everybody, oh, like, look at me, look at me, look what I can do. And whereas to just like the focus should be on, on the match and having a great match and, and putting in the right things at the right time, telling a good story. And then like in, in that story, realizing, what things to do that can elicit a really good reaction with that. And two, if you have good psychology and you know, you want to work the match towards the finish. So you don't necessarily want to get your biggest reactions all up front. And then, you know what I mean? Or try like you want to try to build it. That was always taught in the W that was, I, I feel very blessed to have learned that from great people that I respected with that. And a lot of people on the independence and I'm not saying him, People to choice, you know, and I respect people's choice to go work however they want to work. 
with it, but it's just like it, there, this stuff was already known that and it's been told by people. And, you know, like I said, I got in from tough enough. I, I, they, people were telling us that we were getting very, a very good education on, on things and why you do other things, why you slow a match down at times. And it's like, once you know, you could do something. How often do you have to go remind everyone that you could do that? I don't think you have to do th certain things all that much, and you should just save it for things because when you do, it, it has repercussions on it. But I think that he'll turn this into a positive if he's if he really really, you know, focuses on 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 the other things and still keeping what he's known for in there here and there, but but not at the at the rate that he was doing it that but it is it's i i don't you know the guys and, and the talents everyone's going to choose to do what they want what they want to do and that's why i just said i i tell you guys like, i i i i don't get mad any like looking at it, i go people are going to do what they believe what is right and what they want to do i can only control me in the match that i'm in essentially or a part of right uh, with with what I'm in with, with what I'm doing when I'm in the match, so it's uh, and it it it's a it's a it's a scary thing for people and you see it, it, this is the stuff destroys your body, it really does, and and but there's certain ways to do it where it can be very minimal if you're very smart with it and give you allow yourself time to recover and rest and it's um. So, but it's when you see some of the crazy stuff, I know, I know why people are doing it and you, you want, you want to stand out and you want to get attention and you want everyone to know how bad you want it and that you belong, you want it with it. But it's like, there's, you, the quicker you can get over that and the, the, the quicker you'll, you'll have a longer career and, and, and make more money ultimately and still, and be great. It, it's not, it's not lazy. It's not, you're working harder even it's because you have to use your brain more on things and find ways to do things and tell stories in the ring through things. And, you know, rather than just spot, 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 spot. Now that's a skill to learn that, to do that, that, but the other stuff is it, it takes a lot of work and mentally on, on when and where and why to do things. And, and then you could put in to work to that spot and, it, and people will remember that one spot, even better than the 20 if you do it right. Super chat, Bobby Reynolds. Thank you. Have you ever seen uh, Eddie Hall strongman tries WWE wrestling with Jesse James West video? I have not. I think I saw that pop up on my YouTube yesterday or the day before though, because I know what you're talking about because I saw the thumbnail. I have not watched it though, but I will, I will, I will, uh, I'll click on it. While I, after I'm done with the show today and, and catch a few minutes of it. Uh, I do occasionally enjoy a seltzer water or carbonated water. Uh, not a lot. I'm more of a fan of the Zevia, no calorie stevia sodas. Yeah, the Dante Dante Martin injury was hard to watch. Someone says, 
they say completely unnecessary spot and now the kid is out of action for a while yeah i i think i know i think i know what you're referring to and i saw that if i'm not mistaken it was it was it his knee or ankle was it his ankle i think when he landing on the outside you know it, it, you know things happen and it 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 it's unfortunate but that's where like the the more times you do high risk moves the more often that you you just take a chance doing high risk moves the more likely something could happen with that and that's where that you know and you can get we get complacent in the sense we're comfortable with our routine so like if you get used to just doing the high spot after high spot in putting together matches and it, there's there's not the other stuff as much you know you just you just stick with it and you know you you just week after week or it just takes one one thing and you know when you're when you're when you're off TV and you learn this and Al Snow used to always talk about this and I always and it was very appreciative because it's very true is it is very hard to get a good spot on television. And I was always grateful. I had always had a, a good spot at the least on television for the most part consistently with that. And it, it's nothing to take for granted. But if you're getting hurt and you're not, they're not able to rely on you, <clears throat> it makes it very hard for them to give you a good push. And this is something a lot of people aren't necessarily looking at, I think, is that you need to be around week after week and be available, you know, to get pushed. And, and you need to, you need to, they need to be able to, to build confidence in, in a working relationship and have confidence. And, and so that is also where working a little smarter at times and realizing you don't always have to do the high spot where you're coming down on something or going over the ropes or flipping. And, and I would just say, you know, if I was smaller and I, and I relied on that type of, of offense with it, I would constantly challenge myself to try to, to do aggressive, intense things still and, and things, though, that, that were not as high risk that could still fit my style even, you know. So it's uh, it, it's a really tough thing in that. But, you know, it's – and I feel for the people, like, and it's very difficult to get on TV. To get, It's very difficult to get over either direction. And, you know, it, it's, it's difficult to get a spot consistent spot on tv and there's only so only so many spots and different things and you know and too you want to be able to you want to feel good man too you know and i, I know that from experience there's nothing worse than not feeling good and just having to do everything and it takes the fun out of it and like the i i am so looking forward to wrestling and, and enjoying going out and telling a story and not have the the, the focus be on how hurt i am with everything with it. So uh, that's just my opinion on it. And we hear it from the, the quote unquote old timers and things, but it, it's told for a reason. It's not, and it, it's, 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 I've been around the people that have, there's been people all throughout wrestling 50 years ago that were capable of doing everything that everyone is doing now or that some of the people are doing now. It's just that they were taught and there was things like you don't need to do that all the time with it and it's like and it's, i think sometimes people that think that like people are trying to get them or like think like they just don't want me to get over it and not to say that that can't be why some people might do it but most of the time it's it's typically not it's so that you could stay healthy and and, and make money and, and get hopefully a push and make more money 
Now, if that's not your focus in the sense you don't, you're like, hey, I don't care if I have a two year career or five year career. I'm I'm going hard and I'm done. Then it's then it's like that's it's known and that's what the and then whatever happens is was expected, right? And that might be some people's mindset. It really and there's and if it is, there's nothing wrong if that's how they like. I said that doesn't that doesn't affect me. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt anybody else other than than themselves or their family, right? So, but it that's at least what I think. Good to see all of you guys. Hello, hello, hello. Take a look at your questions here. Yeah, I did see a good part of The Miz versus Seth Rollins on Raw, and I agree that was a very, very good match. I was very happy to see The Miz uh, be able to go out there, and and I think that was a really important match for Miz's character to have with Seth, even though it, it was on the losing end. He had a very competitive match because he sometimes, you know, he's always been very good at getting himself back on track if he starts getting distanced away. And like, and you know what I mean? Like, and he was be, he's being used in the host of WrestleMania, you know, but Shane got hurt and Shane was going to go over on him by all accounts. And like Snoop having to come in and I don't, I, it, I don't think that hurts him at all. It doesn't hurt him at all. And everyone, I think it, it just, it made the segment even came off even better. However, that professional everything was and Snoop is so over that it doesn't, but I think that was a reminder that Miz is a, a credible former champion, which is why I think they reminded that on commentary. And it, it's to get Miz in a more in a believable role of this guy can, you know, he's a former WWE champion and, and he could win at any point in time if you know if things get on track. And so that was a good way to get him in a match. Oh man, he just went toe-to-toe with Seth. And now he, he's at a certain point now and he can hopefully and, and get him going with, with the next thing with that, whatever that is, but he can, and I can tell you, he can lose all the time. He doesn't need to win, but just have his moments and be booked in competitive matches and where that, and then he's always going to be fine with all of that, which, and I did see, speaking of that, I saw there was a thing with Cody Rhodes and uh, was interested in the the Johnny Cage for Mortal Kombat. I always used to say when I, even back really, when we were really young with Miz, I just always say, you're Johnny Cage, you're Johnny Cage. I, he just always reminded me. The moment I met him, he reminded me of Johnny Cage, with it. And uh, but but unfortunately, in movies and things, that doesn't always. The people that are producing those movies or making, they don't know the history of that guy to where they know, like, or you know that other people know that that were around him or what his character. But to me, he's. I would love for Miz to get that role because I just think he would. He, I really think he's gotten inspiration from that Johnny Cage. Mortal Kombat and, and made it his own. And that's why his character is so great and he doesn't need to win all the time. He's so focused on, on the being that, that, that Hollywood, just a lister, you know what I mean? Just, just the, the, the trend setter, the head of everything on the fashion and just where his, if he was just a little more hungry and locked in on, on the competition, you know, he, he could be even better, but it, he's, it's a, it's a great character, man. I'm a big fan of it. 
Uh, let me see here. I have never uh, pooped myself in the ring. I don't know if Cena did. I know Punk did when I was there. It would be a horrible thing to happen. That I would, it would, uh, I don't know how that would, it would be. I was always very good at the, my timing of, of going to the bathroom, uh, before matches and never, I don't ever recall being, uh, sick to where I, uh, had anything like stomach issues or anything before going out. Man, I think if I just putting me on the spot though, like as far as like if I was in the ring and I'm in my singlet, it would be easier if I was in the trunks. But if I was like in the singlet and uh and and I was we're in the ring and I, I thought like it was bad and I knew like I was like it's inevitable and I we have the whole match to go, I think I think I would do something and and get under find a way to get under the ring and under the curtain and get enough to just just to go under the ring and just pull the singlet back up and just go. And, like, and then people around ringside start wondering there, what, what the hell happened? But the smell during the match starts making its way into the crowd. It would, 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 would put me in tears, but nobody know it. Like what's that smell? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how, I don't know, man. Can you imagine though? Just, just shit yourself, just you know, just shit stains all on your, just coming through your gear, leaking out, getting all over your opponent. But you're not like, I'm telling you, I'm so, I broke my ankle and kept wrestling and broke my leg to my knee. I think if I just shit myself, I would just go into even a bigger zone and just finish out. I would ride it out and just go with the shit going everywhere. I'd be like, let's just make this, make it a match. And the other guy would probably try to, to get out of it then I, i'd probably like man we just got shit all over the place let's just shit's hit the fan let's just let's just go all the way this match will go down in history is the greatest match of all time let's just ma- turn a negative into a positive i'm sorry I, I don't like it either but it's for the it's for history man just shit all over the ring <laughs> It just <laughs> nobody knowing what to do because it's not like blood. I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't have a shit rule like on TV. They probably should. Like I, I honestly think it's good to just cover your bases. Like in worst case scenario, if a talent shits the ring, what do you do? Do you just do a quick roll up, get out of there, or do you go by route, let the shit get all over the place, shit all over the ring? Depending, what if you got a 15 minute match with like television breaks and like you just got to go. You can't, you got to fill that time. I can't help it. Just shit, like just going everywhere and over the ring. <laughs> I would change the match to the, 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 if I was losing, the finish would be, or if I was winning, I would, I would just make my finish the Yokozuna bonsai splash. And I would tell that story that I'm going for it, the shit splash throughout the match. That's the best thing you could do if something like that happens is make the match about that, but still fit your times and, get the guy in the buckle and go to do a running and, and go to sit in the corner on him, but he misses and shit hits the turnbuckles and like people <laughs> hits little, little Melissa, a little piece of shit flies out and hit little hello Melissa. You, like people are like, what's going on? But you're a professional. You keep going. You don't stop. You don't stop.
Hashtag hungry. Looking at your questions here. Yeah, Cody and Brock is unpredictable, buddy. I, I see your comment over there. I'm going to ask you uh, to to not repeat that comment anymore. We've talked about that. There's, there's on the other Ryback show archives, yesterday's show, what I think could happen, what direction that could go. And uh, you're more than welcome to check that out. The ref would have no choice. The ref would have it all over his hands from, because it would probably be on the mat. So I would try to also get as ma- the ref to make as many counts so the ref had to have their hand and shit. Hey, look, if I'm living it, everyone's going to have it on them. Everyone. I don't care. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. If I've we're all covered in shit and we're just going and Vince is laughing his ass off in Gorilla, I'm at least going to hit my time and make sure everybody else has shit all over him too. I'm going to have the guy grab me and throw me into the announce table and I'm going to make sure I hit ass first into their chairs shit all over their suit so just everyone when this is over it's going to go down in history as the most remembered moment in match in wrestling history i don't think that's a bad thing i think people remember you you will be remembered long after we're all gone and everything is ai robots running the world and but you will be remembered and and you will be in some hall of fame for something for the human that shit in the ring and got shit all over the place, but still continued on. You will be inspiration for future robot generations on what the definition of being hashtag hungry and in perseverance of of going on no matter what. Take the negatives and turn them into positives, baby. Yeah, I'll be a Jeopardy question. It will be, I'm telling you, there's no, the worst thing you could do if you shit your ring is like get embarrassed and run. You may as well just embrace the moment and, and just 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 soak it all in, man. What else are you going to, you've already, people have already seen it. It's already happened. So now really give them something to remember. You're going to be on all the shows. You're going to think, people are going to be, you could start a GoFundMe right away with that and people all over the world would probably contribute to the gofundme help me help pay me back to help me help me get my confidence back whatever make it some 10 million dollar (laughs) goal please help me forget that i i did this for you guys this moment i lived on on camera Uh, let's see here. KG, Kylie, good to see you. People would be driving. That would be, oh, it would be, it would be bad. It would be. I just don't think, I think, I just say once it happens, it happens. You got to just, I would use it as an opportunity to see if I could just keep going and stay focused with it people giggling at you. I don't think anything's that one guy, the ring that was it rapid delivery, Rory Fox with the, with the trunks blew out on him and he wasn't wearing under tights or under, under anything. And it, his trunks blew out. Like, I don't even know that is like from a nightmare of something like, and the dude and everyone, he wasn't signed, everyone laughing at him and replaying it in the truck and the gorilla, that guy, that guy lived 
like a, a nightmare in front of the entire it wasn't on tv but i think there's a video online i don't know i can't remember if they write or a portion of it the dude's trunks blew out that is you know that's another thing what happens if you you're in that situation and your trunks blow out and you're just starting the match and whatever happens your trunks just explode from the seam at the bottom the seam the, the the stitching at the bottom is just razor thin and you somehow don't know it and all of a sudden it's just just you're that you just got to keep going i mean everyone's already like what do you do act embarrassed or just embrace it you got to build the match around it now and then then there's a whole other issue they're going to tell you to take that one home they can't have you out there naked on that wrestling and running spots naked but i think that makes all of the wrestling spots a million times funnier if it was and then you realize you go man this is pretty ridiculous if guys did this naked so many moves that wouldn't be attempted you would have to you would have to eliminate so many different things you know you imagine that if that Rory Fox was in the ring with Undertaker? Just imagine. Think about it. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going. Undertaker's scheduled. He's going over strong with this. He's on TV. It's just a squash match against Rapid Delivery Rory Fox. He hits a choke slam to set up for the tombstone. And on the choke slam, his, his under tights blow out. The trunks blow out. And it's just he's just exposed in the ring. And, but Taker's already, Taker doesn't see it. Taker's in the ring and he's doing the Death Valley, the, the you know, the, the the slice of the neck. This is it, tombstone time. And he, he goes to pick him up and the trunks are blown out to pick him up for the tombstone. You, man, bro, no, no. What's he going to do? What are you going to, schoolboy him? Can't roll him up that way. What are you doing? This is, it's a tough he has to get that guy. He's going to have to hit another choke slam and do the, the old cross arms pin. Can't do any other. Not hitting the tombstone. Not tonight, brother. I mean, if you want, I want it. That's going to live on forever. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about? You never know what you're going to get here at the Ryback show. You're going to get, you're going to get some inspiration, some positivity and, 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 and talking about wrestling and shitting yourself and wrestling naked. <sighs> Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback show. Welcome from India. I've been there multiple times and, uh, you know, hopefully I wrestle there someday again. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Wrestlers just screaming. Like when Nia Jack said my whole, was that was the most remembered thing from that show i think it's always an opportunity to to get over on social media if if you do it and but make it make sense like that made sense for what she did it was perfect i love i love stuff like that or saying things and like you've got a guy i know i posted the thing with roman had a guy had edge in a hold and he's like my arms are extra big today or something it, it's funny but he's it's, it, you're in the moment talking shit talking or doing something like as your character or or you know it's it, i love stuff like that sound bites those those are the things that go viral and can get you more over and it, just doing it organically and naturally take care thank you for uh stopping by buddy we'll be back for one more ryback show tomorrow welcome from ohio Looking here, let's see. 
Hello, hello. Welcome. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is with Bray Wyatt right now. I'm uh, I'm very interested to see what happens, and uh, I, I hope for nothing but the best, and that I, I hope he's able to come back and uh, and him and Bo and are able to to continue on. And I don't I don't know what what's going on. I I I, I wish I did. Not to, to talk about it or anything. I just he's he's a really good dude. Always was really good with me, and you know he's been through a lot as we all have in our own ways, but. You know, he's been through a lot with things and mm-hmm. it's not an easy life. I don't, I, I can't stress that enough to you guys, the men and women that do this. And, uh, and two, the, the, the way people talk and you got to be really secure and comfortable. And, but you know, you, that's why it's just good to stay off social media as much as possible that like, but like you, you're having a bad day or something, someone, you know, dies. And like, I, it's still, I have people, you read the worst comments. You got to be really careful with things, you know, but you going through something and you got people that don't care and just saying whatever it's like it, and over stuff that is completely meaningless in your life in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, it's uh, it's a tough life, man. It's a tough life. With that guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's Ryback show. I've got to, got to do a bunch of shoulder work here, big training day today, leg day today. A lot of shoulder work prior and after. Got to go have my ISO-hungry plant-powered protein shake and natural peanut butter. Looking forward to that peanut butter so much. And um, and, and get going with everything. We'll be back tomorrow for another Ryback show. And uh, I'll also Friday a new feeding time. Video with that. Be taking the weekend off. And, and we'll be back again the following week on Monday, kicking off the Ryback show once again. Thank you guys, as always, for all the love and support. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. We've got all the merchandise, the supplements on there, uh, and all the accessories and and hats and and workout gear. Check that all out, guys. All the discount codes are in the description and will be in the comments on this. iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated for those of you uh, that listen on audio, on the audio version of the show, since we're out on all the different multiple platforms with that. All right, let's have a great day. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com.